We're continuing our beauty segment with speaking to leading regulatory and oversight bodies in the beauty and aesthetics industry. And today we are focusing on preparation for the lifting of lockdown regulations in the industry. We are so happy to welcome Elna Hagen, President of SASP, which is the South African Association of Health and Skin Care Professionals. Welcome here by Chat Sapphire, Elna. Hello, T. Thank you very much for the opportunity. Alna SASP has designed a COVID-19 general business guideline and standard operating procedures that can apply to any area in the skin, body and nail care industry. Tell us a little bit more about these guidelines and SOPs. Yes, thank you, T. Um, these guidelines are designed to assist salons and spas um, in becoming post-COVID-19 efficient. When we created these SOPs, we wanted to make sure that, first of all, the people understand that the transmission of the virus can occur by direct contact with infected people, but also indirect contact with the surfaces in the immediate environment or with objects used on the infected person. So when that is understood, it makes the practical application of these standard operating procedures that we've created much easier. And the goal and highest priority of salons and spas should be to create an environment in their business where the least amount of cross-contamination is possible. And that way, clients will then also know that it is safe to go for their treatment since a safe and healthy environment was created. What kind of guidelines can we expect to find in this document regarding salon and spa owners managing their workspace during COVID-19? Well, as a rule, um, physical distancing is the best practice, but we understand that it is impossible as they have to touch their clients. However, what we do suggest is for them to create a space where there is minimal client contact on any surface in their business. So protective items such as gowns, masks, disposable booties, disposable aprons and glasses must be utilized. They must also set a limit of how many clients can be booked in the salon or spa at a time. We also promote virtual consultations and client information cards should be filled in or scanned prior to the, the client's visit. Relaxation areas should be avoided in the salons and spas and they should include an additional 15 to 30 minutes to each treatment to alleviate crowds in the reception area and allow time for them to sterilize the treatment rooms and the surfaces. And how is the standard operating procedures that SARS created guiding salons and spas on what should happen before clients enter their premises? It's basically guiding them to say that the client must use a disinfectant spray on their hands, hair and clothes and under and above their shoes prior to entering their business or premises. They should offer each client a mask should they not be wearing one take each client's temperature prior to entering the premises and clients must leave their shoes outside and fit disposable booties or apply disposable booties over their shoes. They should also fill in an um, entering register for every person entering the workplace daily. I suppose that makes sense in terms of the tracking and tracing regulation. 
definitely that is why that was put in place as well. Which other areas are covered through these guidelines and SOPs? We have basically um, covered areas like steps the staff or therapists should follow once they receive the client in their workspace, what should be done before the client leaves the salon or spa, how payments can be handled in a safe and efficient way, and then also general guidelines for specific treatments in the salon or spa are covered extensively through the standard operating procedures document. And does it in any way guide the salon and spa owners on what should happen before they can actually open their doors once the restrictions are lifted? Yes, we have created a pre-opening procedures. Basically, in short, it's stated that every business is required to do a risk assessment before opening. The risk assessment is divided into three categories, namely assessing the working environment, assessing staff and clients, and then the third category, assessing the processes that should be followed. Then after determining these risk factors, the salons and spas need to put the following in place. They need to decide who will be implementing which areas of sterilization, with what will the sterilization be done, the frequency of sterilization, and then lastly, identify equipment and surfaces that need sterilization. Do you by any chance have a template for salons and spas in which they can complete their internal arrangements according to the SASP guidelines? This guidelines booklet, which includes all the standard operating procedures, can be used um, as a template. So no additional templates is necessary. And are only spas and salons that are members of SASP allowed to use your documents? No, anyone can make use of our documents. SASP is serving its members in the skin, body and nail care industry as the professional body, but we also need to look after everyone in the industry as a professional body. So it is a public document which can be found and downloaded from our website. And what would be the benefit of actual membership of SASP going forward? Being a member means that um, SASP can give you a designation as a professional. In other words, according to your qualification that you have, you can be designated. And then also you can be part of our continual professional development platform, which is called Skillsbook, because we should never stop learning. So even though you have your qualification you then have our support and access to continuous professional development. Could you perhaps just for the sake of our listeners um, give us your website address? Yes, our website address where they can find our application forms to become a member can be found on www.sasp and I'm going to spell that, it's S-A-A-H-S-P.co.za and it's on that website where they can also download the general business guidelines and the standard operating procedures. Elna, thank you very much for this insightful chat. We know that the public, I myself, 
and the service providers are desperately waiting for relief and a lifting of regulations. Thank you for your hard work um, to help this important sector of our economy get back on its feet. We wish you all the best and I hope we can speak again in the future. You're more than welcome. Thank you very much, Dee.